We are divinely protected. Any negative projections will return back to the original source. Welcome to the Who's Woke podcast. My name's Julia. And my name's Taylor. And we're here to offer you guidance to shift your unconscious paradigms into a state of awareness. Our mission is to help you cultivate abundance, unconditional self-love, and prosperity on your soul's journey in this lifetime. So let's get started. Do we sound crazy right now? (laughs) I think we're just woke. Welcome to episode two. We're so grateful that the first episode we received so much positive feedback from people. And yeah, we're just excited to continue this in the way that we see fit. And yesterday we tried to record and it just wasn't the energy, wasn't the vibe. And we both decided that it's that's fine. It's just being patient and like divinely it'll happen when it needs to if it doesn't feel right don't force it and that goes for more than just recording a podcast in life that's everything if it doesn't feel right never force it because then it's not going to turn out well no that's literally just like your intuition just saying like hey like at least listen to me you know listen to me for once you got to decipher between your ego with the fear and the anxiety and stuff like that and like your actual like it's a feeling you get it's not just your thoughts that are running and constantly going it's Mm -hmm. like oh my god like my whole everything is telling me no so don't fear right that fear from the ego is going to be shown through anxiety but when you have an intuition it's just kind of an inner knowing and you're not going to have anxiety about it it's more just like a knowing of like that's not right this isn't right for me like it's not it doesn't come from a place of anxiety so if you have trouble differentiating your anxiety from your intuition definitely just know that your intuition will never come from a place of fear or anxiety it's not a thought it's a feeling it's not like ego is thought but intuition is a, a feeling i feel like that's the best way to describe intuition I mean, granted, intuition is different for everyone. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, because sometimes I get my intuitive thoughts through thinking. Mm -hmm. Like, I hear it. I told Julia that, like, I am constantly talking in my own head, and maybe some other people relate to that, but I'm constantly, like, a little chatterbox in my head. It's the Gemini in me. I'll just be talking so much that I'll say things to myself in my head, and then it comes into fruition. So I think it does depend on the person, but the feeling, that's a pretty good base for, like, if you're kind of trying to develop your intuition. But, yeah, so... On today's episode, we want to talk about your network is your net worth. So if you've never heard this saying before, you just break it down. Your network, the people that are in your life surrounding you, are your net worth. So not just in a monetary way, but in any aspect of your life, your net worth is who you are. You know, like it's not just about money. It's about how you're portrayed in life, how you act, the things you say things that you gain or lose you want your net worth as a person to be obviously as high as possible even in a monetary way it's just saying that if your network people around you aren't positive if they aren't bringing you anything in your life then it's not worth it because it's going to be reflected in that net worth of having stagnant right yeah having people that are just lower vibrational in your life when you're trying to be at a higher vibration we're humans, we're naturally going to adapt to the people surrounding us. And it's sometimes it's not in our control to do that because energy is so powerful that their energy of like just being stagnant, being lower, 
is just going to latch on to you and you really want to do everything in your power to make sure that doesn't happen yeah which is why i feel that you just sometimes like certain people you just have to remove from your life you just can't let that cycle like continue you will be able to see that reflect in your everyday life you have more drama in your life that's obviously a reflection of the people you are being around and not saying that those people are bad people but it's like you have to decide for yourself is that what you want to continue do you want to continue that cycle of toxicity and like some people are so unconscious to that that they just let it continue and perpetuate feel like being more aware of that and recognizing that that's not really going to get you anywhere you're able to take a step back and say I choose different for myself and it it seems like it gets lonely I mean I'm not gonna lie it gets lonely (laughs) I was not gonna have that many friends but it's so worth it I think the reason that people continue to allow those people in their life is because they're scared of being alone They're scared of not having anybody to talk to about the things going on in their life because as humans, we're social creatures. Every single person needs affection from another. And if you're not getting affection, we've seen evidence that, you know, those are the people that turn into sociopaths, psychopaths, because they're not getting the affection that they need. But even if being alone is scary, you have to realize that self-love unconditional love for yourself that's what's gonna grow you way more than somebody that is constantly putting you down somebody that's making you feel like your opinions aren't valuable we can all feel whenever somebody like doesn't really want to be around us and that's really hurtful and we can try to suppress that and be like you know what they're my friends though like I have to I'm going to continue to be around them but you know what being by yourself and learning because that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a learning curve to be by yourself, to find comfort in hanging out with yourself. As of recently, I love being by myself and I will go on coffee dates with myself. I'll go on, you know, mindfulness walks, going to the gym, doing anything just by yourself for yourself is way better than being around toxic people that are going to pull you in the opposite direction of growth. If you are afraid of being alone, that's just a telltale sign that you are lacking that unconditional love. And that's something that is definitely worth working on because you can't really be super successful if you don't trust yourself. If you don't have faith that you can give yourself everything that somebody else can give you. I think believing in yourself is definitely very important as far as whatever you want to accomplish in life. The most successful way to look at life is by just saying, you know what, like I can, like if I want to, I can. And that's just how I've always lived my life. And I think it just speaks volumes. When I meet other people who think the same way that I do, I'm like, okay, I can be very successful with this person. Because what I say, what my dreams are, how I believe in myself, it's not, oh, that's unrealistic. It's, oh yeah, like totally. That's mm-hmm. not even a question in my mind. A hundred percent, you know? Because those people they amplify that feeling with inside of you the same way if someone's insecure around you that you'll start feeling insecure 100 percent. the same thing happens when someone is being confident and they have this undeniable belief that they're going to be successful then you're going to feel that way that's what happened with julia and i she is this confident like i'm going to be successful no matter what person and a few months ago i wasn't really like that I had this feeling like I'm going to do something, but, and I want to be successful. 
don't get me wrong, but it's that insecurity that am I am I worthy of that level of success? And being around Julia helped me heal that part of myself that was like, am I worthy? Because she would say about herself being successful so often that I really didn't have any other choice but to like do that for myself or I would have had to remove myself from our relationship. Yeah. Because it it wouldn't it would have just made me feel insecure even more. So either or it would you have choose, just tears me down. Right. Yeah. It would have either been you stepping away or I would just step away altogether. I saw this this tweet that said, speak your love language to yourself too. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a good tool for people to use if you want to kind of grow that being okay with being alone and growing your unconditional love for yourself. If you don't know what the five love languages, they're acts of service, gifts, words of affirmation, physical touch, and quality time. And those are the ways that you can give love to people or receive love. There's this whole book on them. If you kind of remove the second party from that and instead of how you give or receive just giving yourself so for me my love languages are acts of service and gifts (laughs) how I give is acts of service and gifts so I will admit I do give myself gifts a lot I kind of have a spending problem (laughs) but that's something I'm conscious of and you know we're not gonna perpetuate that too too much but the acts of service thing, you can never do too many acts of service for yourself, meaning that if you, at the end of the day, feel so exhausted and you're just like, I don't want to take my makeup off, I don't want to brush my teeth, I don't want to go to the gym today, make sure you're doing those acts of service for yourself because those are the things that are going to launch you into more success and their healthy habits that you should be cultivating. I also saw something that said that the way we self-harm is the opposite of our love language. So if I'm not doing those acts of service to myself, I'm doing self-harm. Mm. If I'm so like, what is, what's your love language? Um, I guess I, I mean, I guess I'm really big on quality time. Like, okay, but... wait, that's, that's exactly what yours is. Yeah. Because your way of self-harming is being too much around other people. Yeah. That you're not spending quality time with yourself. I didn't know that that was a love language. Yeah, quality time. But I'm also like, I can overgive and it could be like detrimental to my own like finances and stuff as far Mm -hmm. as like when I am in relationship with someone that I really, really like. Another thing that we were talking about before was how the people that you attract in your life are, you know, they're either teach you lessons that you need to learn, areas that you need to heal or energy that needs to be magnified within your life. The universe is going to put people in your path. If you need to learn something, like say you you still don't love yourself, they're going to put someone like a karmic partner to shake you awake and be like, hey, hey. Like when two people love each other and they're healing each other through that, it's called mutualism. And through someone else loving you so unconditionally, it will teach you to love yourself unconditionally or... I feel like that would be more of a positive relationship. But if if it's someone who kind of just tears you down over and over again, you know, lets you down consistently, that's definitely more of a karmic partner where it's like they never really showed you the love that they had for you. But in turn, them hurting you so much because you love them so much, it forced you to look in and 
you know, love yourself and heal yourself. So it all encompasses around just like, what do you need in your life? Are you lacking something? Do you need to gain something? Is the universe going to reward you? Have you learned your lessons? And if you don't learn those lessons, you're going to see these patterns repeat. You're going to be continuously attracting these lessons into your life in all different kinds of form until you get exactly what the universe is trying to tell you because it will not let up it is not the universe is not friendly in that department the universe is not friendly when they're like you need to get this through your head and even after you believe that you've healed that area the universe can bring those karmic partners bring people like that back into your life to test you be like have you Mm -hmm. learned have you grown Are you going to accept this off the bat again? Like, are you going to let this happen to yourself again? Or are you going to decline because you've grown so much that you refuse to let somebody treat you like that? You need to show people the way to love you. And the way to do that is to love yourself so much, so unconditionally that they have no other choice because you don't accept that. No. Like, oh, you're treating me bad? Well, no. Like, I don't accept that. Get out. (laughs) And that's your choice. If you're going to let them continue to stomp over you you're going to get that lesson over and over again it hurts it hurts to get rid of karmic partners because you do love them so deeply but your well-being is top priority and we really want to drill that in everybody's heads that we know some people are going to want to really be of service to others all the time but that can be detrimental to your mental health to your spiritual being because this life isn't about other people it's about you yeah and that's just the bottom line yeah. is it really it really all comes from within you. And that's what we go back to every single person's path is unique. We were also talking last night about how your parents pass on their unhealed karma to you. So I have a few generational curses that run within my family. You have to be the person to say enough is enough. I'm going to heal myself enough so that I do not repeat these cycles and like it was, it's in my face every single day, you know, like, I still do think about my mother and how our relationship was and still is, I guess, to this day and like how I don't want to be anything that she was, I need to be everything that she wasn't, because I know what it feels like to have someone who is unhealed, you know, literally pass on their unhealed karma in a sense onto me and that's not fair so like me and taylor were saying like it is everyone's job in this lifetime to heal yourself so much before you bring another soul into this life i grew up in the foster care system so i'm very firm on like i think that people should have a license to have a child because i see what the system does to kids i see what it did to me and nobody nobody deserves to go through that like absolutely no one it is so selfish so selfish to bring a child into this life knowing that you have so much more work to do on yourself and pushing that onto this innocent child like I just uh it's just it gets my heart you know it gets my heart (laughs) no seriously like Julia said any unhealed things you have within yourself are going to be projected onto that child look at your parents And look at what they struggle with and then see how parallel it is to what you struggle with. If your mother is an insecure person, if she struggles with her body image, self-image in general, you might be an insecure person. Being aware and then wanting to heal that because if you heal that right now, it will not perpetuate onto your child. They will be confident just like you are if you can find that within yourself. Tying that back around to like your network 
is your net worth. The more that you continue to heal yourself and the more that you continue to ascend on your own journey of self-discovery and self-love, you will attract people into your life that will heal you mutually because they're on that same path. You'll start to attract your soul tribe. The people you attract in your life are going to open up so many different doors for you. You're going to attract someone that's going to teach you to love yourself. You're going to attract someone that's going to help you with your destiny, your career. You're going to teach someone who is going to help you heal these qualities about yourself that you probably didn't want to face, didn't want to acknowledge. You knew they were there, but this person's like, I'm pushing this right in your face right now. And they're going to be those people that are going to help change your life for the better. Through that, you're going to be able to heal yourself enough that you don't pass that down onto your children. You know, like it is all in your hands. It is nobody's life but yours. And I always say that it's not Taylor's life. It's Julia's life. You know, it's not julia's life it is taylor's life and like that's something that took me a while to learn because i overgive, i overextend to the point where it's detrimental to me once i do that it puts me in such a really like a really really bad headspace and now that i'm aware of that and now that i'm starting to heal that now that i have cultivated this self-love and i know what I need in order to love myself, you know, whether that's physical touch. For me, it's mostly like I need alone time where I can meditate, clear my thoughts, get my mind right. But through that, then I'm able to step into the world with a more clear head and, you know, be my most authentic self. That's something I've struggled with personally, just overextending myself to people that actually don't deserve it. And I mean, I know for a fact that I'm a healer, like it's within my essence, it's within my soul. So I do attract a lot of people that do need that type of guidance, need that type of healing. But it's a matter of me deciphering, like, I know everyone needs healing, but who's worth that healing? In my head, I always keep a list of pros and cons now. I'm able to decipher, so this is a con. Okay, but I have four more pros to go with that con. Yeah, you know what? This person might be worth it. But if you're taking, taking, taking from me, you know, an energy vampire, taking my gifts, taking all of that I'm giving to you, and you're doing nothing with it, if anything, you're only hurting me, then I'm like, snip, snip. I'm gone. You don't deserve the love that I have to offer. You don't deserve the gifts that I'm offering because you're doing nothing with it. You're only taking. I'm receiving nothing. You're not going to help me excel in my career. You're not going to help me accelerate in my love life. Like You're not going to help me accelerate friendship-wise. You have nothing to offer me. So why am I still here? Everything you say, I 100% agree with. I was just thinking about kind of going back to how it's uncomfortable to be alone and to like lose friends when you you kind of have to make a decision. You guys listening, you might have somebody in mind when we say, you know, these energy vampires, these people that are taking, taking, taking from you. Well, the universe, they see it as blocks. They're like, all right, well, we're not going to remove this huge block in the road until you decide to. It's, mm-hmm. it's up to you. We're not removing it for you. Yeah, You remove it. Then you'll see what's behind the block. We were talking about the other day how that is painful. These people that you thought were on your team, these people that you thought were on your side 110% all the way through, when you lose them because you realize they're not good for me they're really not giving me anything they're actually hurting me you've been holding on to them for so long because this is familiar this is familiar this is what i know this is what i love no like your soul is yelling at you it is it is going to continue to put you through these painful painful things and even though it may be painful to lose them it is going to be more painful and detrimental for you to stay within their lives to 
keep yourself stagnant around these people that have nothing to provide for you. So through pain, that's the only way you can grow. Pain is so powerful. And we were saying the other day, Taylor said, the universe doesn't really recognize the good and bad. You know, it's just an intense amount of energy and pain is an intense amount of energy and going through that pain you don't realize the power that you're going to have on the other side and that's what people really don't realize I get it like you've been through all of this I get it but you don't understand how powerful you are you don't understand how strong you are because through that immense amount of energy that you felt as far as pain goes, you can turn that into so much more. You can turn that into power. That that pain can be alchemized. Turning something so intense, like the emotion of pain, that could be transformed into something as great as healing others. You know, the mm-hmm. pain that you go through, you can turn that around and heal others because even though it was hard, even though it was, you know, the worst thing to ever happen, whatever it is that you go through in life, you are so much stronger of a person for that. Going back to when we were talking about, you know, sticking in a relationship that is toxic, you know, that is a clear sign that you just don't truly have that inward self-love You haven't really like cultivated that for yourself enough to realize that you do not deserve to be around that. You you deserve better for yourself. So by letting those people go, that pain, you're going to turn that into self-healing. You're going to turn that into Mm -hmm. self-love, you know? Because you kind of have no other choice. Either you stay in that pain and you give that pain to yourself. You literally just continue to wallow wallow in that or you turn that pain into like you said healing you're you're more healed and I know it's hard it's hard to not go back to people because you miss them and you miss their energy because we like to see the good in people we like to this is another thing Julie and I talk about and we have to remind each other of is you can't see the potential in people you have to see them for who they are in that moment who is this person right now I'm not seeing who they could be in five years or who they were five years ago who are they right now and take people for who they are a really clear sign a really good way to decipher if you are in those toxic relationships and might not see it as clear as a day because you are just unconscious of it is if you're hanging around these people that you consider to be your friends and if you feel alone in those moments mm-hmm. say something crazy drastic would happen do you think that they would be there for you and if you're like I don't really know because I don't really know there's your answer mm-hmm. that your answer is so is true. As clear as day you that know? is so like, true is you shouldn't you- feel alone when you're with yeah. the people that claim to love you if you feel alone with your friends you're actually you're better off being alone that's that's, that's that literally means. it you're, you're better off just being alone than feeling alone with people because that's it's way more worse. hurtful and when you're alone by yourself it might hurt at first but what we're saying is like learning that love like loving to be by yourself and giving yourself your love languages it's gonna actually be way better and you might actually prefer it sometimes to being around people like Julia. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> what is our leaving thoughts? Like, what are our, what, what kind of homework are we going to give to people? You know, I hate homework, so let's not put that word on it. You know, yeah, we're, kind we're of, not trying to stress yeah. you out before school actually starts. <laughs>
I mean, honestly, I guess we could just challenge people to like really, truly like take a step back and Ooh, like take look. take inventory of the people in your life and make those pros and cons list, whether it's in your head or on a piece of paper, and just take inventory of the people in your life. And like one thing we said that's major is it is really hard to let people go. Like we know that it is really hard to let people go that you love, that you've built a relationship with, etc. So when you make this pros and cons list, sit down, you look at all the cons, look at the pros, maybe the pros outweigh the cons, but like there's still cons there that you're like, okay, in this relationship, I still think we can work on this. We can work on this. So then sit down and have a conversation with that person. Tell them, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I need from you. This is what I feel like we can build on. This is a team effort. Like, I need this from you, and I want to know if you can provide it for me. And you will know immediately by their first response. Immediately. By their first response. If they're shutting that idea down, they're like, I don't understand why you're attacking me. If they are shutting this conversation, this mature conversation you're trying to have down, then you know there's your answer. And like... People don't change overnight. And that's something that you really, yeah, like that's something that's hard for everyone to grasp is like you have this. They're going to change. They're going to do whatever. No, no, they're not because you need to take them as the present that you're seeing right in that moment. And if they sit there and they respond to you in a negative way, in a defensive way, then yeah, they're not ready to acknowledge that about themselves. And maybe in that sense, they will push you away. If you sit down and have that conversation and someone pushes you away, then you got to leave. People coming and going from your life, it's divine from the universe that they spent that period in your life because that's the period they were supposed to spend. And now they're out because you have a new direction that you need to take. That will take you higher. Yes. But if you're looking back and you're like, but wait, that relationship, like, did I just ruin something? No, you didn't. Always wish the people that, you know, do you wrong so well because later in life they could come back and you'll be like, wow, like you're not the person I, you're the person I thought that you always could be. And I'm like, you know, they'll blow you away. It doesn't mean Mm -hmm. you have to let them back in your life, whatever. That's your own prerogative. You decide that for yourself. But yeah, in general, like wishing people the best and like genuinely wishing people the best is the best thing you can do for them and for you. Don't don't think revenge. Think love. Never, think never love. revenge. Just love to them, regardless of what they did to you. And like, I mean, anything, 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 like anything, anything, anything. Like you don't guys. have to ever speak to them again. Forgive them in silence. Move on, and you're good. You're good. So that's the lesson of today. That's yes, the conversation is. of today. That's the moral of the story. Is live with love in your heart, go to sleep at night knowing that you're a good person, Mm -hmm. wish them well, let the universe take care of it. It is no longer in your hands. And if you try to put it in your hands, watch that karma come right back around to you. Good luck then. Also, feel free to DM us on Instagram with any questions. We won't, yeah, we won't share it on here unless you want us to, unless you give us permission. But if you would like to ask a question or just have a conversation, like for your specific situation, we would be more than happy to give you that guidance. So, that's just a, something to offer. But besides that, thank you for listening. We're grateful for you guys that are listening. And thanks for sticking with us. And we will see you next week for a new episode. Bye, guys. Bye.